Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pena, and I'm bringing you today's word for May 3rd, 2021. I've been teaching a series entitled Progress on Purpose all year. Why? Because I believe that God has declared some things for this season, for this year, for 2021. I believe that God has declared new levels for 2021. That means that we can level up in every area, in every facet, in every aspect of our lives. But if heaven announces something, if God declares something, that means that the grace of God to do it, to walk in it, is made available to us. But that doesn't mean that everybody's going to do it, though. So why? Because there are some things that are released that people don't tap into. So the grace is there. That means that God does everything that he does by grace, unearned, unmerited, undeserved. But for us to receive what God has already provided, for us to level up in every area of our lives, we're going to have to pursue progress on purpose. If you want progress, look at me, you're going to have to pursue it on purpose. If you want progress, you must be intentional. All right. So that said, uh, I've been I've been teaching this series leveling up or progress on purpose all year, like since January. And uh, the Lord has released me now to bring this to a close. And so what we did was we studied leveling up in five areas, spiritually, financially, physically, internally, externally. And I was like, okay, Lord, how do you want me to close this thing out? <laughs> and so I was led to go back. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to provide a little quick recap of some of the things that we learned in every one of those five areas. And then we'll close the, se- uh, the series out. So for today, I'm going to recap leveling up spiritually. The title, the title of today's message is leveling up spiritually. So we wanna, we're going to go back actually all the way back to January and, and look at some of the things that we learned back then. I want to share some things with you on this morning and release you into this day. You ready? But I have a lot to share, so let's get to it. So what does this mean for you today? I have seven things I'm going to try to cover real quick. Seven things for you. You ready? Leveling up spiritually. Here we we go. Number one, one of the ways to level up spiritually is to renew your commitment to the word of God. Now, I, I remember a time, for me anyway, where I was devouring the word. When I got born again, like when I first got born again, the Bible says in 1 Peter 2 and 2 that you ought to covet or desire the word like a newborn baby desires milk. So you know how a baby craves for that bottle, right? And you know how the baby cries out. That's how you should covet the word of God. And a lot of us have had that desire. And a lot of us have had that desire wane over the years. And so we got to get back to the word of God. We got to get back to reading the word of God. We got to get back to getting the word of God through our eye gates. Getting So it gets down in our heart. Getting the word of God through our ear gates. So it gets down in our, in our heart. It's the word of God. The word of God contains the character, the attributes, the nature of God. You get, you read the word of God to get to know the God of the word. And so the word of God contains everything about God. You want to read the word of God. You want to get it down into your heart. The word of God contains wisdom for any given situation. You read the word. The father expects us to get into the word. And then Psalms one, Joshua one and eight, meditate on his word. How often? Day and night. So we're meditating on the word of God day and night. We're getting the word down in our heart. We're going over it. We're nursing it. We're rehearsing it. We're reminding ourselves of what God said. We're speaking. We're muttering the word. We're speaking the word over and over and over and over in our heart. We're exercising it. We're applying it to our lives. If you have a steady diet, listen, if you watch today's word, I appreciate the fact that I'm providing you a steady diet of God's word 
day after day after day, but you got to, don't let this replace anything. You have to get into the word for yourself. You, you have to have some time for you to spend time with God in his word. The Bible says faith coming by hearing Romans 10 to 17 and hearing by the word of God. So you got to get into the word and the more word you get down in your heart, through your eye gate, through your ear gate, you're listening to it, gets down in your heart. You're reading it. It gets down in your heart. The more word you get down in your heart, Watch this. The more your faith is going to be built up, the more you give the Holy Spirit to work with, right? Because you have to get the word down in there and then the Holy Spirit will give you the wisdom concerning how to apply it. Say amen to that. Level up your commitment to the word. Number two, reading God's word is good, but you also have to level up your commitment to hearing God's voice. So when you read God's word, you're reading what he said, past tense. When you open up the 66 books of the Bible and you read the word of God, you're reading what he said, past tense, but you should read what he said, past tense, with a desire to hear what he is saying, present tense, right? So you, you're hearing what he said so that you could hear what he is saying. And so Jesus was led of God every day from, from an inner witness through the Holy Spirit. Jesus never got up and said, hey guys, come here. You know, Jesus goes off to pray, comes back. All right. Hey, hey, Jesus you know, what did, what did God say? Like, what are we doing today? What you, I know you got our orders from headquarters. What are we doing? Jesus never, never said, you know what we're going to do today? We're going to stand on Genesis 30 and 10. We're, we're going to release our faith for Isaiah 1 and 17. No, he never said that. A lot of us, we I appreciate the word of God, like reading the word of God is important, but Jesus never just lived by the word. No, he said, I only say those things I hear my father say. I only do those things that I'm seeing by revelation. I'm living by what the father is saying. Every day, Jesus had his, his ministry headquarters in Capernaum. And so he would travel down uh, to Jerusalem on a regular basis. But, but they went around Samaria because Jews had no dealings with the Samaritans. And so, so Jesus would get up in the morning, go off to pray, come back, get his orders from headquarters. And they'd be like, all right, what are we doing today, Jesus? Which is why the only thing the disciples ever asked Jesus to teach them to do was to pray. It was like, whatever you're doing when you're praying, Lord, teach us to pray. Like, I mean, we need that. And so, so he gets up and they go down and they leave Capernaum and they would cross over this water, this river, just to avoid Samaria. And one morning they're going back home to Capernaum and Jesus goes off to pray and he comes back and it was like, all right, well, we're going back home. Yeah, we're going back home. But, but hold on. This time I must needs go through Samaria. And they was like, what? We ain't never gone through Samaria before. It was like, no, no, the Holy Ghost. See, I must need go through Samaria. I got to go through Samaria. Why? Because the father is leading me to go through Samaria. This is not about just reading the Bible. This is about hearing God's voice. Jesus said in John 14 and 10, it's the father who lives in me. He said, the father lives in me. He gives me the words. He he provides the work. I mean, he is giving me the words. He does the work. Two verses later, he said, I tell you the truth. I'm going to leave. I'm going to go to the Father. Guess what? The Holy Ghost is going to come. You guys are going to do greater works. The works that I'm doing, you're going to do an even greater works. Why? Because I'm going to the Father. In John 10 and 27, Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice and the voice of a stranger they will not follow. So yes, reading the word of God is great. But you got to get to the point where you're hearing God's voice, where you're being led of the Holy Spirit. If you look at Paul and Silas in the book of Acts, they're on this ministry and the Holy Spirit is saying, go here and they go. The Holy Spirit is saying, go there and they go. And a couple of times the Bible says that the Holy Spirit forbade them from going. They were about to, oh, I was like, all right, well, let's go to the next city. And the Holy Ghost said, no, don't go to that city. The Holy Spirit put a check in their spirit. Like you got to be able to hear from God. You have to 
Make time to hear from God so you can level up your commitment to God to growing spiritually. Hearing God's voice is important, critically important. Say amen to that. All right, number three. God can speak to you in a myriad of ways. So you're like, well, Rick, oh my God, I hear people talk about hearing from God. What is that? Is it like an audible voice? Well, I mean, God can speak to you in a myriad of ways. God spoke to the apostle Paul in an audible voice. Actually, Jesus visited the apostle Paul. I've heard other people talk about God spoke to them an audible voice, like where, you know, audible. Uh, And also Jesus has visited people down here in the earth, even now. Like, so, so there's no way that uh, now he hasn't visited me yet and uh, yet I'm saying yet, but uh, there's no can way that God can do it. I've told you before many times, God can give you a dream while you're sleeping an open vision while you're awake. God can speak to you while you're on the treadmill. God can speak to you through the Holy spirit. God can speak to you through someone else. If you're hard headed, stiff neck, not listening, God can send somebody to you to give you a prophetic word. God can do it. He can speak to you a myriad of ways, but you have to be open. You have to be open to, to hear hearing his voice, to listening to what he is saying. God can speak to you. You're in church. God can speak to you through the pastor. God can speak through to some, through someone in the pews. God can speak to you through the praise and worship ministry while somebody's singing. There's no limit to how God can speak to you, but you have to be open. You have to be open to listening, to hearing God's voice. So don't just read the word. Be open to hearing what God is saying. Say amen to them. All right, number four, you have to make sense of your thoughts. Now, we, we did talk a lot about your thought life, right? So I talked about how your mind is constantly flooded with thoughts from either you or God or Satan, right? And so now you got all these thoughts. Some are from you, some are from God, some are from Satan, and you have to have the ability to discern which ones to receive and which ones to reject. And so there are some things, not every action uh, 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 you know, is good or bad. Or, or not every action lines up with God because sometimes, although every action starts with a thought, we're having a problem discerning our thoughts. And if you don't discern which thoughts to receive and which thoughts to reject, if, you, if you're not careful, you might receive the wrong thought and allow that thought to turn into action. And now you're here outside of the will of God. One of the ways to know that that it's God's voice is that God will never lead you contrary to the word of God. The spirit of God will never lead you contrary to the word of God. So you should check what you're hearing against the word, right? And then you got to check what you're hearing against the spirit. So you, you try it by the spirit and the Holy Spirit will let you know, but you got to have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. So in first Corinthians chapter two, the apostle Paul said it this way. He says like, okay, no man can know the thoughts of a man, save the spirit of the man be in him. Now that's King James and that's confusion confusing. Let me explain it like in Brooklyn terms. Basically what he was saying is that you can't know my thoughts. Um, except you have my spirit. Like if there was some kind of way, look at me now I'm, I'm from Brooklyn. You're maybe you're not. Right. And so I'm a Dominican kid from Brooklyn and you are from wherever you are. Right. So we have, we're different. We have different cultures and all that. So you don't know what I'm thinking, but if there was a way for me to put my spirit inside of you, but there's no way to do it. But let's just play a game real quick. So let's say that I could take my spirit outside of me. This is first Corinthians chapter two. I could take my spirit out of me and put my spirit in you at the same time. So my spirit, Rick's spirit is in Rick and Rick's spirit is in you. Your spirit is in you and Rick's spirit is in you. And so now you have your spirit and you have Rick's spirit. This is a foreign spirit. This is a Dominican dude from Brooklyn. So he doesn't think like you. So now you're going to get thoughts that come from you and thoughts, thoughts that come from Rick, right? External thoughts. But my thoughts are in me and my thoughts are in you at the same time. And so if that was possible, you could know what I'm thinking. Now that's not possible. So you can't know what I'm thinking, but 
it's impossible with man, it's possible with God. That's exactly what God did. First Corinthians chapter two says God gave us his spirit so that we can know what he's thinking. So God gave us his spirit so that his spirit is in him. His spirit is in me. And so, when, oh, now that I have his spirit, I have a connection spirit to spirit. I have to spend time with the Holy Spirit so that I can know what God is thinking concerning me, concerning what I'm doing, concerning this day, concerning this week, concerning my calendar, concerning emails, meetings, conversations, everything that I engage in on a daily basis. Wouldn't it be a shame that you walk with God? You went to church for 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, and you never heard God's voice. Wouldn't it be a shame for you to get to heaven only to realize that you didn't even know him? Like you were going to church, you were religious, but you didn't have a relationship. You have to be committed to learning the, the voice of the Holy Spirit, spending time with him. Say amen to that. Number five, the Holy Spirit is an inner witness. The Holy Spirit is an inner witness. When I'm talking about the Holy Spirit, I'm talking about this inner knowing. Like in the country, they say, I just know where you know. Down in my knower, right? I just know down in my know. There's this inner witness of the Holy Spirit. It's like when Paul and Silas were about to go somewhere and the Holy Spirit said, no, don't go there. Like, it's like an inner check. There's this inner witness from the Holy Spirit. There's this inner leading. In first, in first Kings chapter nine, Elijah talked about a still small voice. So listen, let me just say this. We've been laying the foundation for 2021 all year. If you want to make the most of 2021 and beyond, you're going to have to make time to spend time with the Holy Spirit so that you can hear that still small voice so that you can hear that inner witness so that you're sensitive to the checks of the Holy Spirit so that you're sensitive when the, oh, I got a piece about it. I can go do this. Oh, I don't have a piece about that. I'm not going to do it until I have a piece because there's something wrong. I don't know what it is yet, but there's just something wrong. You got to, you got to be sensitive to the inner witness of the Holy Spirit. Say amen to that. Number six, you won't hear some people say, well, Rick, I really want to hear from God. How do I hear from God? Well, you're not going to know somebody's voice if you don't know them personally or intimately, just like in the natural, right? You, there's some people you could turn the TV on. You're not even watching the TV, but you can hear the voice and you know who that is, right? You can hear the voice and you recognize it because you've heard that voice over and over and over again. And so, so watch this in the, in the spirit, you're going to have to make time for God. And you're going to have to make time, which may mean turning the TV off, which may mean putting your phone away, going into your prayer closet, turn everything off, slow down, make time to spend time with God. I know people today that they'll, they don't have no problem watching a movie for two hours, right? Or watching a game for three hours or going to a barbecue, hanging out for four hours, but they can't spend more than five minutes with God. Quiet time. It's like quiet. Oh no, I can't be quiet. It's like, like, like they can't spend more than five minutes waiting on God's voice. There's people that tell me, well, I tried to listen to God's voice, but it just never works. Okay. Well, how long were you there? Like, I mean, how long, uh, how long did you give God? And when you come to find out, they gave God like four minutes. They gave God like eight minutes. And then after that, uh, this ain't working. And they get up and walk away. Listen, it's. At the end of the day, you have to be serious about your commitment. I'm talking about leveling up, leveling up spiritually. If you want to hear God's voice, you're going to have to make time to spend time with God and spend time in his presence and tell him, Lord, I want to hear your voice. You said in your word, my sheep hear my voice, the voice of a stranger they will not follow. I want to hear your voice. You got to make time for that. And then number seven, finally, last thing for today, as we wrap up leveling up spiritually, look at me, never put your life on autopilot. Never put your life on autopilot. Let me tell you, as a born again believer, spirit-filled believer, 
You have the Holy Spirit. You're literally walking around with God on the inside of you every day. But if you would be honest, if I would be honest, there's things that we do that we don't ask God about. There's things that we do that we just do because we know how to do it. There's things that we do that we just do and we do it out of habit. We do it out of routine and we don't ask God about it. And then, then things happen. And then when we go pray about it, the Lord is like, you know what? You never even asked me about that. You never even talked to me about it. Like, I mean, yeah, now you come to me in prayer because I was not working, but did you even talk to me about that? And then what happens? We have to repent. We have to be quick to repent because we have to acknowledge that there's some things that we've done that we put it on autopilot. There's some things that we just do and we do it out of habit. We do it out of routine and we don't ask God anything about it. It's like, so we need to be sensitive to God's spirit so that we can hear what he's doing every day so that we can be led of the Holy Spirit. Uh, one of the bad habits um, that we may have is just simply putting certain areas of our life in autopilot, right? It's not that, that we haven't, that we're on autopilot and everything, but there's some things that we're good at. So we don't even ask God about it. There's some things that we're, we're so used to doing it that we don't even talk to God concerning it. There may be some things that God wants you to stop that you're so busy putting it on autopilot that you don't even know you're supposed to stop. There's some things that you're supposed to start that you've been procrastinating, but you can't hear God's voice because you're putting all this stuff on autopilot. So listen, if God is leading, how is God going to lead you to do something new if you're not listening to his spirit? So you got to be open. You got to live your life open to the Holy Spirit every day. Lord, I'm open. I'm willing. If you, if you want me to shift, I'll shift. If you, if you want me to go, I'll go. If you, if you want me to change, I'll change. But you got to be open. Life becomes easy when it just simply boils down to this as I close. Father, listen, my life is yours. So I will go wherever you want me to go. I will say whatever you want me to say. I will do whatever you want me to do when I get there. My life is not about me. My life is all about you. If there's some things you want me to start, I'll start. If there's some things you want me to stop, I'll stop. <laughs> whatever you want. Look, I mean, so Lord, I'm just going to make time to spend time with you. I'm sensitive to the lead. I'm open. I'm open to whatever you want. I, I, I don't want to be closed. I don't want to be closed off to you. I'm sensitive. I'm open. My life is in your hands. Do with it what you wish. That's how we're supposed to live so that we, we can become the men, the women that God has called us to be for such a time as this. Now, if you ever get to that point, what I just said, then God can use you. You will become a conduit of God's love and God's light on this planet, and you will be on display for all the world to see. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I hope that you're going to enjoy these recaps. I'm going to do a recap in all of those five areas, and then we'll close out this series. I want you to lift up your voice and say this, say, Father. I level up my commitment to spiritual growth and development. I meditate and medicate on your word day and night. I am open to your voice. I am sensitive to the leading of your spirit. Every moment of every day. I filter my thoughts. I discern which ones to receive. And which ones to reject. I live my life in pursuit of purpose. On purpose. Completely intentional. I will not allow habits. Or routines. To cause me to tune you out. Your leading is stronger. Than my human impulses. I am so sensitive. To the impulses of the Holy Spirit that I am continually aware of you. I live my heart 
open to receive. My ears are open to hear. My eyes are open to say to see. I will say whatever you tell me to say. I will go wherever you lead me to go. I will do whatever you tell me to do. My life is not about me. My life is all about you. So I experienced new levels in 2021. And I boldly declare that greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. So please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages and you want my notes for free, you want my notes, go to todaysword.org, click on the subscribe button, put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox on a daily basis. Level up spiritually. Make a commitment right now that you're going to pursue progress on purpose and you're going to level up spiritually. If this message has been a blessing to you, then please leave me some comments in the chat. I'll go back and I read every comment and then share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline and with your friends. I love you. God loves you more. Have an amazing day and I'll see you tomorrow. God bless you.